Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Ronnie. Okay, so I am pretty sure that you're very familiar with the book, The Tuttle Twins and the Miraculous Pencil, right? Not only am I familiar with the book, but I used to work for an organization called the Foundation for Economic Education. Ah. And that Leonard Reed, the founder, is who wrote I Pencil, which the book is uh, yeah, about. Yeah, so yeah, you're definitely quite familiar then. Oh, I am familiar, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so the book, uh, the main kind of focus of the book is this idea of something called spontaneous order, which sounds kind of like a big concept. How would you describe that since, you know, you, you worked for. Yeah. And we've done, well, uh, we've done a few episodes long, long time ago on kind of trying to explain it, but it's hard to explain. So spontaneous, let's break it down. Spontaneous is something that just happens, right? There's no planning. It's, it's like the opposite of planning. It just happens. And then order, of course, order, right? So spontaneous order is like when you get an ordered society or something ordered without somebody pulling the strings, without an authority figure, without a government stepping in and telling people what to do. It would be like if there's a bunch of kids playing at recess or playing on the playground and uh, well, I guess the bell would we'll, – we'll just say the bell rings. I don't know who's in public school and who's in. The bell rings and instead of your teacher saying everybody line up, the kids knew what was going on. They knew what works. Or actually, here's a better example. So let's say you're playing um, basketball with okay. friends after school or whatever, and you need to break up into teams. I know when I was a kid, we just picked a team captain, you know, and then like everybody just kind of picked. Like it's mm -hmm. basically your ability to organize without without someone being there telling you what to do. So if you mm -hmm. were that kid picking basketball teams, a teacher didn't have to step in and tell you, okay, this is what you have to do. You just did it because you didn't yeah. need somebody else to tell you how to do it. So that's spontaneous order. It's when order is created without planning, like the government always does, tries to do with the economy and everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that you talked about, you know, uh, the social spontaneous order as well. So Because I know in The Miraculous Pencil, it focuses mostly on um, spontaneous order within production. You know, we no one knows how a pencil is made because so many different people play a part. So, mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, it's a miracle. Um and we need everyone to be able to do their jobs so that we can create this one pencil. Now, there's another word for spontaneous order that, so if you're lo looking up information online or reading more about it, you'll also hear emergent order. Um, but so as you mentioned, spontaneous order or emergent order, you can use either term. They pretty much mean the same thing, I believe, right? Or have you heard that they mean? Oh, yes. They're, they're interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was like, I think they're the same thing. I uh, prefer but... spontaneous. Emergent seems like less fun to me. I like when it's just like, <laughs> Maybe. oh, it's spontaneous order. <laughs> Maybe so. But I have heard people then say like emergence, which I think can also kind of be like a math term. Maybe that's why I lean more towards Oh, that is, so that's really <laughs> interesting because Ronnie's the numbers girl and I'm the anything but numbers girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so um, – so as you mentioned, the yeah, spontaneous order, I'm just going to say emergent order in this episode, but it means the same thing, uh, but that applies to other things other than production. Um, and so I was thinking about all the different things that we have in today's world that only came about because of emergent order. These are not things that could have been done with central planning. Oh, let me jump in and explain central planning. So Brittany, what do you think central planning means as opposed to, you know, emergent? Order. Yeah. So central planning is when a government usually, somebody is, is 
intervening and calling the shots. You know, Adam Smith talked about this invisible hand that runs the market, which is just when people work with each other to see what we need and, and you know, working together to build, you know, pencil, things like that. Now, the government, central planning is when the government tries to plan all that out. They, they are, There's no invisible hand. There's no invisible force. It's just the government saying, you're going to do this. It's going to cost this. You're going to only make this many and you're going to only sell it to you know these people and at this yeah. store. So that's what central planning is. It's mm-hmm. when a central authority, a central government is doing all the planning. I always like to think in my head when I think central planning, I think of like centrally planned cities. Um, and then somebody's mm-hmm. like, we're going to make this city just like this. This road is here. This house is here. It must be built like this. Uh, so I always think for some reason that's the visual I get in my head. <laughs> and, zo- and zoning laws are some of the worst <laughs> yes, zoning <ever>. laws. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so going back to emergent or- order, um, I like to think of all the different ways, all the different things that we have in today's world that are amazing and that only came about because people were free to create on their own. So uh, one of the biggest things in today's world, of course, is the internet. I mean, the internet is such an enormous part of our lives. But here's a question. Who created the internet? Do you know? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what is it? What would that look like to create the internet? I mean, we say the internet it's code, it right? Just, it would just it would just be code. Yeah, well, the internet is honestly kind of a, a nebulous thing, meaning that it's not clearly defined. It's just our uh, communication through, um, you know, our networking communication. But what we all know is the internet is basically just refers to the entire system. So uh, I think there was a time, wasn't it? Was it Al Gore maybe who? Like had that claim that he invented yes, the internet. Was that he him? created the internet. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he actually did, but because the internet as we know it now was not created by anyone, it couldn't have been. Go back to when the first you know network connection was. I don't even know what year that was. Was it on nineteen seventies? Actually, it may have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may have been. I don't know. Something. I, I could be a guess. I'm sure someone out there listening already knows the answer. And they're like, come on, Ronnie, it's this year. <laughs> but uh, whoever first came up with the whole idea of the you know, network connections for computers, uh, they there was no way that they could have planned or foresaw how we use the internet in today's world. And sure, maybe they had an idea that it could be this big thing, but how we use it in all the intricacies, they could have never seen. So the internet was not created by a person. It's an example of emergent order or Hmm. spontaneous order. Uh, What about the roadway system? Do you know anything about like ancient history or how our roads came to be? I don't, I don't know how our roads came to be. I know that there are some places because our roads are pretty centrally planned now, unfortunately, but I know there's places, I think it's Germany where you have the Autobahn, which is like no rules, but it's still, somebody still built it, but there's like, you can like people just drive however fast they want to but i don't know i don't know the history of roads well other you, than trading they were used for trading yeah i don't know all the history of roads but you mentioned an interesting point that i want to touch on which is uh you said our roads are centrally planned and that they have a system well where do you think that our road rules came from how do you think those developed over time do you think just one person one day sat down and said hey i'm going to create all of the traffic rules everywhere and this is how they're going to work or do you think that they slowly evolved over time i think they probably at first slowly evolved over time and then the government stepped in and just did whatever they wanted to do you know that's usually what happens and i agree with that except i think that there is an underlying spontaneous order to our roadway system 
because a lot of our roadway system, think think things like a roundabouts, right? A lot of places don't have them, but a lot of places do have them. Where did roundabouts come from? It's because somewhere, I don't know where, somewhere in Europe, they used them. And after they'd been using them for a while, other people picked up on, hey, this is a good idea. And slowly they kind of infiltrated. We have some roundabouts in our city, but where I grew up, there weren't roundabouts. So ideas like that are still being like picked from different places throughout time. And our roadway system is, I don't know, I believe it's actually uh, an example of spontaneous order, even though it may seem that now it's planned by the government, but they got I their like plan. I like roundabout example though, because I always think about that. I'm like, if everything was just roundabouts, we'd probably be fine without any like traffic lights or anything because roundabouts just it's spontaneous order to me it's all right you start here and we'll just kind of work each other in you know like it's that's funny to me but yeah no it's uh it's another cool thing about this that I like I sorry to cut you off just to one point is if you watch a flock of birds Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite things nobody birds aren't telling each other like there's no set plan of where the birds are going to go but if you watch them when they're migrating they all flow together it's like mm-hmm. you look like it looks like it's one thing, but no one planned it. It's just this emergent, the spontaneous order. And I always think mm-hmm. that's a really cool example. You know, I, I love that you brought that up because um, when I was reading about emergent order and I didn't get deep into this, but uh, one example is apparently ant colonies and ant colonies yes. also do the same thing. That's how they they work. So, um, so we talked a little bit about central planning and how central planning, um, you know, maybe at first it seems like a good idea because it seems, Oh, we'll put together this whole city and it's all going to be laid out. Perfect. And look, we planned it. You guys get to live here. Yay. So it sounds like that. But, um, when you limit the ability for just regular people to be able to come up with things on their own, you end up getting so much more like an enriched environment because, there's no way even the best city planners or best, um, like, you know, if they're doing the plan city, there's no way they can think of every single possible detail, interaction, or new ideas that is going to arise individually from that group of people. And if you stifle that at the beginning, then you're never going to see whatever new innovations come up. Um, do you remember, I think we talked about this a couple of months ago, and I know it was an article in the magazine but we were talking about the Dutch farmers protest Um, and then we contrast it. And, you know, so that was because the government was stepping in and saying, we need fewer carbon emissions. So farmers, you have to do this. And the government was enforcing that. And it led to, you know, all this horrible stuff for the farmers. Um, And we contrasted that idea with the students who created that machine that could remove um, the styrofoam from the water. And what I loved about that is it showed when you allow people to, create and innovate on their own you come up with such better ideas than trying to force down and just say oh no we can't do anything that makes gas emissions anymore so you probably yeah, already but- know that but it's the no, essential but, but planning but we're not talking to me we're talking to our wonderful listeners no but i love this is spontaneous order is like one of my favorite topics in the world so oh is it yes oh, it's well, to me that's like that's what we're all about you know we could do a million episodes on this and keep doing like new parts of it because to me it's just it's so important yeah. Uh, I know it, we're just about done with the episode, but the last thing I wanted to throw out is a big topic that everyone's talking about lately is the you know, the World Economic Forum. And I think one of the reasons everyone is aware of it is because they pretty much want to do central planning of the entire world. They want to organize the entire world and tell us how we can function with our cities and how we can 
order things that can be delivered by drones and how we can't own anything and, you know, all of that fun stuff. Um, but that's one of the main reasons why the World Economic Forum is feels so dangerous is because its ideals are to be totally central planned and not allow for spontaneous or emer- emergent order, um, which is the, you know, the natural organizing of people. Yeah, and it's also, you know, we'll, and we'll, we've talked about this before, we'll talk about another because you're giving me some good ideas is the knowledge problem, which is that belief that people think they have enough knowledge to plan for each of us mm-hmm. and it's just so silly they can't. So, yeah. All so. right. Well, this is such a good topic. Again, I think we could do so many of these. And I know, Ronnie, you, you said a word that I would like to do. I'm going to, I'm going to bug you to do a whole episode on this because okay. I, I saw you talk about the word fractal. And oh, fractals yeah. are my favorite thing. That's the only time I care about math. Um, yeah, so we're going to have like to do that. Math. Yes, something I like about math. So thank you for listening, guys. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right. See you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.